Welcome back to another episode of Blurds in Wonderland. It is I, your host, who Arnold, here with my co-hosts. Luna Cooper. Kimbo Fife. Who is under the weather today. Kimbo is under the weather today, so he will he will he will do his best. He's gonna weather, he's gonna soldier through this soldier. for us and for you. Because I love our listener. We love you, Diane. Today's episode, season two, episode six, Pottery Will Get You Nowhere. Originally, it aired on February 1st, 1989. Brief synopsis from uh, IMDb. Norma begins taking a pottery class and receives support from everyone except Jack. Well, we finally get to the episode about Norma and Jack. Very uncomfortable. Not uncomfortable, but very... um... It got uncomfortable at some point for me. Mm. Yeah. Being the fly on the wall in their relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I I really enjoyed this episode. It felt like a big tone change from the last one that was like really um well, if you heard the last episode, but it felt like it was getting back to what I originally thought the show was gonna be like. So Still at a more like serious tone. Oh, this tone was so serious. Yeah, like more like last time wasn't serious, but it was more adult, as we discussed thoroughly. Um, but this time it was more adult in in a different way. I think it was, I think kind of adult, but also how it how the adult affect the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, even in the first the first scene, Kevin's, you know, Kevin's talking about, you know, they're driving in the car. He's talking about how, how their parents never argue in front of them. Like it was picture perfect. I was like, really? Never. And I thought maybe she just kind of. But they disagree, but they don't argue. It is yeah, like I so. so. I, I, I that that banter is like, it's like, no, I, I'm going to take, take 17 or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, but, but that was twenty nine. She kept you know? bringing it up though. She was like, yeah, but he, she was like, that was twenty nine. Was yeah, but I told you I'm gonna take seventeen. She's like, oh okay. Mm-hmm. I just thought you were gonna get out for twenty nine. Like, no, I'm taking my own way. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> that was twenty nine, and at that point I was like, now can't now now Norma, <laughs> we, we got it. <laughs> but maybe she just wanted him. I think she just wanted him to acknowledge. Like, so we're acknowledging that you passed the exit that. You know, we all thought you were going to took that eye scoped out, right? Just want you to acknowledge that. I, I think, think she was. That's something that uh, that's something that me and my wife go through. It's like just being acknowledged. <laughs> it's it's not so much about like, okay, I hear what you're saying, but I just need you to acknowledge me and not just dismiss what I'm saying. And that that does matter. Yeah. No, I I I, I agree. I think she knew the road was going to end. <laughs> and she was just like, okay. She she wanted wanted all the she wanted the record clear for when the road ended. Was like I said twenty nine, right? <laughs> just want you to know, just for everybody present, Norma <laughs> said twenty nine. Right, go ahead on seventeen. That's funny. It's like it's a really nice uh, balance in the relationship. Like you know, they're not going to yell at each other in front of the kids. But they can yell at the kids in front of each other, and that's it's a good united front. 
start talking about their relationship and you get the beautiful little montage. They they, they love the, the family montages, right? But my, it, I had is one... Is it a montage or is it a flashback? Or was flashback. that before? Home home videos. I don't remember the order. It looked like They look like home videos. And in, and in my head, it gets to one point, and I hope you guys notice it, where everybody in the family is in the frame of the camera. And I'm wondering who the hell is holding the fucking camera taking this home this home video of the family Brian all cooper. in the frame it's the ghost of brian cooper <laughs> is it is the camera moving i should sure wrote it down i knew that's exactly what you're gonna say <laughs> <laughs> i think it would have been actually brian cooper not his ghost because it'd been you know these are older oh i guess because he was alive at that point maybe yeah okay sure was the camera moving or was it yeah, I, I the think camera so. was moving. Yeah, it was moving, like as if like it was like a home video, like those old cameras. Yeah. yeah. At first, Jack was holding it, and then nobody. I mean, was there, it. there could be another sibling, um, who died. We just haven't gotten to it, but I don't know. I've never seen it, so. Talking about that deep trauma. Yeah, we don't talk. We don't talk about uh, Carl. <laughs> Season four. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Um, so after the little home, home, the home video taken by the ghost or, or you know, the neighbor who or whoever, um, Ben Stein is ha- is holding science class, talking about tectonic plate shifting, and giving us our you know foreshadowing for the episode. He's been like doing the. I don't know what Ben Stein's like in real life necessarily, because I feel like he's been doing the robotic stick for like 30 years like at least like in the 80s to like the 2000s when he had that game show on comedy central with jimmy oh, kimmel when ben stein's money like he's just been doing that whole stiff monotone gimmick forever i don't know what he's like in real life you know he's a lawyer right i believe it i i probably believe it just some yeah. lawyer he went to yale it's not like, you know, any of his acting parts have required so much acting. It'd just be some guy just, hey, you do that boring thing you do. I'm going to put you in a movie. <laughs> and he just, and just keeps going from there. Well, I don't know. Some, some, some actors really, you know, their thing is like they have really good deadpan, you know? Like, um, like uh, your boy. Uh, God, I can't remember. I really like him, too. Uh, Growing Pains. Um... Uh, the podcast you listen to that you're talking about the one listener. Oh, you you talk oh, not <sighs> you said growing pains. Oh my god! Let's see, what's no okay? What's the other? What's he was in the people on the Little podcast House? Are Sean Bateman. What? about Bateman, right? Yes, yes. What's his? Uh, yes, that's Bateman. exactly who I was going to say. But yeah, Jason. Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yeah, Jason, Jason Bateman, Bateman is like does deadpan really well. Yeah. He's kind of like helpless deadpan. It's, it's like a straight man deadpan. Yeah, he's yeah. just. He's but he's really a but he's a man. great straight man. Like, which I think like is Arrest, harder. Arrested Development is is one of my favorite shows. Yeah, he hold. I love it. I love that show. He holds that together though. I hate that show. <laughs> I, 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 I It's you, not my humor. I I don't like. You don't like the no nude. Where they build. Up, like you're supposed to like the main character and then 
the entire show, every other character is shitting on the main character. That's not funny to me. I don't, I don't get it. I don't think you're supposed to like the main character. You're not supposed to like the main character. Well, I couldn't like get that far them. because... You're not supposed to like anybody in that show, except for yeah, maybe I George get, and I couldn't get far yeah. enough to get into the premise because the whole first episode was annoying. I they're, just they're all terrible in some ways, some more than others. The older, the adults are more terrible than the children, but that's because they're yeah, children. Yeah, I, and I get, I, yeah, but we're talking about the one years. I could talk all day about the <laughs> Complaining oh, is yeah. one of my favorite pastimes. So. We'll come back one day to Lucille 1 and Lucille 2. <laughs> and Onyong. And the uh, what is and and the running joke that's probably one of the greatest running jokes I think is probably underappreciated in pop culture is nobody in that family knows what a chicken actually sounds like. So like, what are you chicken? <laughs> I can't even do it. My voice is fucked up. <laughs> like everybody has every, every member of that family says like something like, "What are you chicken?" And they all do some noise or some kind of whatever with their body, and it and it no way resembles a chicken. <laughs> And and George and he's like, "What's wrong with this family?" <laughs> it's it's so good. Yeah. Mm, not my cup. That's fine. There's there's other cups. Like in this episode, you like your you <laughs> like your little fish cup. <laughs> All right. Speaking of cups, <laughs> so um, as they're getting home, and I think on the TV they're talking about I don't know some sort of riot or something and then vietnam i don't know it was six it was the 60s 68 69 there's a lot of stuff going on yeah because uh paul was freaking out about the tectonic plates and stuff something that we i remember learning about in school about like how was it pangea like it was all just one and then like you know slowly through time you know, the <laughs> land started to separate and break apart and everything. And that's, you know, eventually we got to what the continents resemble now. Um, all seven for now. And um, and he's freaking out. And uh, Kevin's like, you know, it takes like millions of years. Like, we won't even be around. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. It's not like something like that can happen overnight. And then they show the, the it's like the world's going to turn upside down overnight. And they show the, the riots on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But only, but but it's like it's like it's on TV, but only like the mom is watching. Nobody else kind of acknowledges it. It's just like letting you know like that's happening. Uh, oh yeah, that it, so it's, it's like it's telling you on the micro, meso, and macro level that yeah. the world can shake. Yeah, I like that. It's a good episode. Gotta love good foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. And 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 a and a good um, situational irony. We'll go with that for yeah, now. Yeah, his. Like, like the whole world is gonna change, yeah. And then, and then his mom comes home, new bowl that she made with her hands, and she wanted everyone to see it and acknowledge it. Rightfully so, as she should. She did a thing as an audience. I wasn't sure what was happening (laughs) because she was just making like uh, those meatballs. We didn't know that at the time, but like Kevin walks in and she's like, Hey, uh, do you think this bowl will hold the meatball? He's like, Uh, yeah, like they're all in there. So I was like, Yeah, okay. Then he goes, sits down, <laughs> and Kevin walks in. She's like, Kevin, can you take this bowl over there? And he's Wanye. like, Okay, Wanye. oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Wanye. Wanye walks in 
He says, Wanya, can you take this bowl over there? He's like, all right. And he takes the bowl. And Cameron's like, what the fuck is the deal with this bowl? And then, like, Karen comes in. And she's like, Karen, actually, I don't want that bowl right there. Can you move it over? He's like, okay. And then, like, what the fuck is up with this bowl? After, I guess she tries to get, like, uh, uh, Jack to notice it. She, uh, and I'm like, what's the big fucking deal? And she reveals that she made it. And I'm like, how the fuck is everybody supposed to know that? You could have just bought it. I, I wouldn't know. Right. Like, how would anybody know? I think she wanted people to start. She thought it was going to go like this. That's a, that's a different bowl. Haven't seen that one before. Oh, that's because I made it. Oh, oh mom, that's beautiful. Oh, wife, that's wonderful. <laughs> I don't know why she thought that was going to happen, considering who her three children and her husband. Especially <laughs> the oldest boy. God, he is a... Oof. He's something. I tell you what, I know what his coping mechanism is eating. Because yeah. every time something go on, that baby is eat, drinking his milk out of the bowl when he ate those mashed yeah. potatoes. He wanted to eat Karen's food when she left the table. As wild as he is, he's going through it just like they are too. He is. And his coping mechanism, Kevin's coping mechanism is, you know, preparing to be a future serial killer, let y'all tell it. Karen's is all over the place. And protesting, and you know, the brother eats mashed potatoes, and I get that. I too eat mashed potatoes when I'm stressed out. Well, <clears throat> I guess not. You brought it up, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it in. Who is the voice of the narrator on the show? Who is the voice of old Kevin? It's Daniel Stern, who is our director for the episode, mind you. Yeah, wrapping it all around. It's all to do with this episode. Daniel Stern. What? Who? Who is he? Isn't that the guy? I'm gonna let you say because I, I yes, think I know who it's it is. Mark. Yeah, our friendly neighborhood robber from a uh, Home Alone burglar. Not Joe Pesci, for those of you wondering. <laughs> I know him from that, and I think it's very bad things. It was a movie that was like crazy. A lot of bachelor bachelor party gone wrong. He did other stuff, I'm sure, but that's where I know him from. He was in City Slickers. I don't remember much about that. Good movie. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Jack didn't say shit about that bowl. He said, what what do you got to say? He said, smells great, let's eat. And they said, divert. (laughs) They make a point in this scene, I think this is like similar to what you guys are saying about the car, like Every everybody knows what's going on. She knows that he knows that she knows that he knows. Mm-hmm. He still chooses not to do it. Like, yeah, he mm-hmm. knows she wants that woman to give for him to give her a compliment, and he just won't do it. Which I think is really. What do you think of it? It's a like it or hate it. And this nigga says, "Food smells great. Let's eat." Also, I want to. I want to. I want to rewind like maybe like fifteen seconds when she's trying to talk to the family about it. And and uh, Wanya is like, sounds great, mom. Can we actually just talk about this over dinner? Like, 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 shut the <laughs> fuck up. Can we eat while you run your mouth? I'm like, damn, that, that boy is. Well, oh. I mean, who really want? I mean, they don't think they had. They all had days. They didn't really want to hear about their mom who went and, and you know signed up for a ceramics class, which you know is something that's great. Like she's actually getting in your house and doing things and having friends, like you know Joey Smith Sudeikis and shit. <laughs> Also, 
it's kind of weird because whatever she made, it was painted. So like best case scenario, what is that? Like at least like the fastest it could be is a week. So she's already been to this class before, right? This is like at least her second time coming to going to this class. And nobody has noticed that mom has been doing different shit for two weeks. No, like, she's at the store. It's it, the she's worst. only at the mo- This is like, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to mention the show because I want to give him credit. Um, when uh, there's a uh, very famous black sitcom where a baby, famous black son <laughs> doesn't recognize famous black mother as a woman she's just mom so she doesn't she's not anything beyond mom so it's like they see her and it's like she doesn't take classes that's something that like an adult woman or just an adult period would do or whatever some stranger but this is mom she just goes to the store she cleans that's it mm. Hold up, but, Thank but in that, that famous black tv show wasn't his mom? Did his mama have an actual job? Yes, she had one, one like an actual important yes, serious job. job. Yes, that's what was so fucked up. It's like, nigga, you know who I am, right? <laughs> Your mom, anyway. Like, yeah, that's what was so crazy about that. It's strange. Good job not saying the name. Anyways, so what after dinner, like the school next day, and Paul's still obsessed with the fucking tectonic plates and shit. Yes, he should be. It's earth shaking information. Oh, oh no, no, <laughs> yeah. no! They can. I'm sure Diane can hear your smile curling. <laughs> it was not cute. <laughs> no, it was better than cute. It was awesome. Good. But he's like but hyper fixated, paranoid kind of guy. So like yeah. once he finds something, he's like chicken little. Hey, yeah. Yes. What a delight. So the candle holder, though, I think that's what we're going to call it. You mean that ceramic fleshlight? <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely phallic. Well, I think most candle holders are. Not as much as that one. That was bulbous. At the time. Yes, yes, yes. That was that was fitted. <laughs> that that thing was banging. That was not. No. That was a mold. Yeah, that was. Hey, Jack Arnold. Like that was a lot. Keep in mind, her instructor's name is Richard. Our instructor's name is Richard. Mm-hmm. I get it, normal. Okay. There we go. Um, you said it. I didn't. Uh, anyways, where's my cup? Sound like my uncle. Norma, where the hell is I'm my like, cup? Is that what Richard said? <laughs> you see, because... Oh, my God. <laughs> ah! <clears throat> You're welcome. I didn't want to give you credit for that, but okay. <laughs> I, I couldn't fight it. Yeah, so wow, dude, where's my cup? I got you a new cup. I would rather I made you a new cup. She said, I made you a cup. She said, You will acknowledge me taking this fucking class. 
by using this motherfucking cup, not your old cup, this new cup. And <laughs> she was slick, rude. She's like, and the handle is bigger, so your fat ass hand can fit in it. <laughs> <laughs> She's sticking. Oh, shit. And she put, and like the next level was like to put his old cup way in the back on the bottom behind the fucking disposal. She did that on purpose. Shit. Yeah. She strike up a conversation about it. She's funny. She, that was calculated. This wasn't like a, Sweet innocent Norma, she know what the fuck she doing. Yeah, I, she caused a confrontation. I like normal me. Lady trap and set an ambush. And he walked yeah. right into it. And they got in that same. Well, I don't know if it's the same. They get. It's the first time. I think later they get in the same type of argument where it's like, "I'll do it. Fine, I'll use it." Well, you don't have to. Like, no, I want to now. You're just doing it because it is. Like, no, it's like the same. Dumb shit that they get into later, but it's like, oh my god, just leave it alone. My wife was like near me when I was watching it, and she was getting irritated at him. (laughs) She was just like, just put the fucking cup down. (laughs) I was like, I know, babe. (laughs) So he tries to use the new cup, and she keeps talking about Richard. No, was that the first time she mentioned him? That, I think that's she the first him? time she mentioned Richard. Yeah, that's the I wasn't time. sure what his issue was. Like, okay, he's just not down with... He just thinks her stuff is ugly or he doesn't like that she has a hobby. I don't understand that he mentioned, she mentions Richard and he starts huffing. I'm like, okay, so this is about a man? Or is but this, that wasn't even... Is honestly, that wasn't really teased out in the episode. That was kind of... Yeah, so I was like... No, okay. I, I, I have... I have, I have Later in the episode, I have the solution. We'll get to that. I got. I got the solution. All right, we'll see. Right. right. But yeah. We'll either way, Jack's jerky movements, reading that paper, and not seeing the cup, and not you know remembering how big the cup is. Or his fat ass finger. His fat ass hand. <laughs> his fat ass hand. He breaks the cup, and everybody saw it. I felt bad for him just a little because it looked like it wasn't intentional. But we would we know that it's gonna look like he right. broke that shit on purpose. And I was like, well, I just felt like I felt like a husband trapped in a no win situation. Like, well, that's my ass. <laughs> that's what he get. If he hadn't had yeah. a bad attitude about it, he wouldn't be in the situation yeah, now. So exactly. then, if he would have at least complimented her when he broke it, he could have at least played like, oh, I'm so sad. But he had no nothing to stand on. That's, that's his fault. And that's how. Those arguments Actually. end up being after like two days of arguments. Like, had you just done this, it would have been no problem. And like, you know what? And you show sure is right. It's true though. And I, and I lied. I paid this road myself this whole time, and I got surprised that I ended up where I did. That's very true. But I lied. Somebody didn't see the cup fall. Wanye was busy eating his cereal. What did I tell you? One thing about <laughs> him. Yes. You know what? I get it. He's eating his way through this depression, and oh, yeah. you know what? You and everybody else in 2020. Mm-hmm. Kevin tries to, you know, make family dinner better by uh, setting himself up to be, you know, smothered by Wayne later in the night. <laughs> it's a sound child plan. Like they come together when they have a common enemy. I'll be the enemy. <laughs> And so dad, you know, he flicks mashed potatoes at Wanye's face. And then dad's like, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> and so he's like, that's one. And then mom is like, 
I'm going to go break down somewhere. And he's like, oh, well, shit, that didn't work out. <laughs> now I'm going to get beat in my sleep. And he he did our he did our favorite. Well, my favorite uh, white guy, <laughs> like, what is he called? Like a pronoun or some shit. <laughs> it's like when you're asleep, pal. Pal is my favorite. I call everybody pal. Oh, my goodness. Pal. I'm not your pal, buddy. I'm not your buddy friend. I ain't never felt threatened by somebody who calls me pal. Pal is a good one. I like bucko, too. But I don't Ooh, use that. bucko. I only use bucko when I'm mad. Just like. That's a reserved one. Yeah. Hey, you listen here, bucko. Ooh, listen here, bucko. Is so solid. And then if you use Bucko, you can always follow up with fuck you and the horse you rode in on because it's on theme, you know? Yeah. I feel like I feel like Bucko is I feel like Bucko is the white equivalent of Buster Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Think you run shit in here, huh? Buster Brown. Then what school next? More death and hellish devastation. All with the, with the the comforting dulcet tones of Ben Stein. Like <laughs> he he had like a running, uh, he kept repeating the same thing. It's like death and devastation, mm-hmm. bodies twisted beyond recognition. <laughs> so he said like <laughs> for everything. And what was weird is like okay, I see these pictures, you know, a little dated, but like okay, cool, that's that's really gruesome. And then like he showed another one of like. <laughs> Like the greatest one in Ohio, eighteen eleven, and oh, it's like not a fucking. So much. It was Missouri. Hold on, Missouri. Sorry, eighteen eleven, Missouri, and it was like this fucking diagram, like like some fucking treasure map diagram, or a textbook, and it's like what? And it just had like a little crack. I'm like, that's it. White chart. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like four things on there, like a house but... and like a fence. I was like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you know, when they showed it destructed, yes. I couldn't handle it. It took me out. It was too funny. <sighs> it was like barely a change. It was like one, like those those puzzles you get in the newspaper. Like, uh, <laughs> got played a magic game. Like, find the difference. It's like the horse fell over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a shingle off the roof. It's too, <laughs> it's too much. The most devastating <sighs> one ever. Look, <clears throat> Kevin's question got me though. That kind of thing couldn't happen here, could it? <laughs> his his answer is like, huh? You'd we you'd wish for that, wouldn't you? <laughs> what a what a pleasant thought. And then he doesn't even answer the question. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, so good. That's that's when he moved on to the Missouri one. Oh right, that was that drawing. That drawing was god top notch, top notch yeah. humor. I don't know who did that. I don't know whose creative director went with that. Genius. So next we get Kevin's attempt to fix the cup and thereby fix the issue that their parents, that his parents had, because of the cup breaking. It was a really nice uh, kid move. You know, yeah, give him kudos. He's he's really trying to keep his parents together, and you know what? I I, I think that you know this is probably why why kids like really feel like they're the cause of divorces because like they feel like I couldn't fix it. 
Which, but it's never the kid's fault. It's because the parents have issues. Correct. Anyways, the Pepsi incident. Jack asks Norma before she goes to pick up her vase from the kiln to pick up some Pepsi while she's out. They have a slight voice raising about whether or not she, you know, she'll actually remember to go get it. I don't think that's when he brought up when if she'll remember. At least that's not how I saw it. It was kind of like a, hey, where are you going? If you're not going to the store, I'm going to get yeah, my were, The memory one was from later. Yeah, and she, and she was like, I can pick it up on the, you know, I'm a, I can stop by the store on the way back or whatever. He's like, no, you don't have to. It's like, it's not a big deal. And he's like, no, I mean, like. Uh, oh, you know, no, it's, it was whether or not she wanted to get the Pepsi. Yeah, like, if you don't want to, and it just became one of those things, like, kind of like earlier. It's like, you don't have to use a cup. I mean, I want to know. It's like, so, oh, my fucking God. Just get, I'll, I'll just get the fucking Pepsi. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. And she didn't even have a bad attitude at first with that one. No. He was just, like, picking at it. It's like, what's Because he's not Are mad you... about anything. He's not really mad about the Pepsi or anything, but he's, like, mad about everything because he's mad about this stupid-ass... I don't even know at this point. I don't know if it's the class. I don't know if it's because she's doing something that's different. That's not, I don't know, something new. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck his problem is. And he's like picking at it, like you said. And then he's being a dickhead. And then she leaves. As mm-hmm. she should with his Henri ass. Oh, is this the scene, Karen? Is this the one? No, I think you, that's coming so, up. These were so similar. I think I think I think while she was while she was gone, this is after that is when Kevin is trying to like hint at like, you know, just do the same thing you did last week, like this football team that we're watching, whatever. He's just kind of like dad is just staring off in his face, like, why the fuck did she make this ugly ass ashtray? (laughs) Well, I'm so the part that I'm talking about, and I think maybe I missed it before, but when when Karen calls her dad a male chauvinist pig. Oh, she did do that. Um um, that was the first. That may have been the first. No, that's later. That that's was later. that was. No, that was the. This um, is the thing. The whole episode, all of their arguments are inconsequential and sound the same about the same thing. So it's hard to remember. I think, I think it's. I think it's right. when. She, I think it's when she gets back, and he's like, "I'll just go get it, maybe or some shit like that." I don't know, oh, but okay. she did at some point. She did yeah. was like she was like, "You know what, back. Dad? You could be such a chauvinist pig." And he's like, "He didn't even like respond to her, like whatever." <laughs> I like that part. Go he was really concerned about that damn ashtray. I didn't know it was and an ashtray. So many said... damn cigarette spaces. <laughs> Maybe they're gonna have a swinging party. Read that book <laughs> in a group. First season. He was like, "Why are you making this ashtray? What if they're all smokers?" Well, all right, <laughs> I guess. I don't want them leaving a mess for you to clean up because I'm not cleaning that up. Exactly. She's just trying to. You should get them Pepsi. Yikes. Nope, Fresca it is. Ugh, that was like another level of the argument that was unnecessary. Just drink Fresca. Okay. Man. So she comes back with her vase and flowers for the vase. And I, and I'll note that that it looked better. Like her work had improved. There was no dip yes. in it. <laughs> Sometimes a dip is nice. <laughs> I just don't think it was intentional. So I'm like, hey, there you go. You got it. <laughs> More intention in this one, you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jack comes in asking if she got the Pepsi very passive aggressively. Didn't acknowledge, didn't acknowledge shit. 
Everybody's like, because everybody was like, I think that's why I thought her work improved too, because everybody seemed to be more excited, as if like you made yeah, that. That cool. looks like, like for real, for real. And they were all like, oh wow, look at that, wow. And he walks in, so you got that Pepsi. Oh god. And everybody in the room takes a deep, deep sigh. So, I think we've come. I think we come to come to where I, I think you're hinting at here. Um, they're not. Oh, you know, giving each other the love they need. They are not listening to their partner's love languages. Norma needs words of affirmation. Okay. She's not getting it from Jack. Hmm. Jack likes acts of service. And he feels that with Norma out of the house more, this, you know, the service she provides to the house is being d- decreased. I think he's that, wrong, but I mean, he's wrong. Yeah. But it's how interesting. Feels, I would and say, I think, like, I think that's where the where their whole thing is. No, I, I, here's here's the issue with that. I would say, like, yeah, okay, that happens. But I think, like, him, his love language being acts of service, um, they uh, run parallel with mom is house slave. So it doesn't, it doesn't like <laughs> this is 1960. It doesn't feel great. It. And Even, I think that's what like, a lot of men ex- at that time expect of a woman. So it's not like that's my love language. It's more it, it, it reads more like that's what you're supposed to do. So even if that is his love language, it's it's gonna get lost every time. So sucks for you. Maybe um communicate better. <laughs> it's also like even if that were the case, you don't withhold love from your partner yeah. because you like that's not how that works and the yeah. episode also starts off with him withholding words of affirmation from her as the narrator explains to us that everyone in the room knew what mm-hmm. she wanted she yeah. wanted something, and he withheld it on purpose he's a dick yes yes i'm not, and saying, not, I'm even, not, a, not even as good as one as that candle holder he ain't he ain't shit <laughs> and it only gets worse he continues to be a dickhead I wasn't trying to say he was right. I'm trying to, you know, give my give my dime store psychology on it. Oh, I hear you. I I think I think your theory is true, but but like it's just that there's still more layers to it that's that's happening in the actual situation, which oh, yeah. makes which makes it's like that's the foundation of it. These are their love languages. Okay. Oh yeah. But how does it fuck up? Well, because Jack's a dick. Because so. Jack's a dick. For like ninety nine point seven percent of the episode. Yeah. Even 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 at the end. <laughs> I'm gonna say even at the end. I fucking hate at the end. This is also when Karen calls Michelle and his pig right before he leaves and slams the door. Like a like a bitch. After Norma thought he was gonna break the break the vase. Like he broke the cup. Because that's I'm telling you, it's I feel like that's her her masterpiece so far, like that's the one she really perfected and she's really proud of. Like, you're not gonna break this one, you little bitch. You walk your ass up out of here. I don't know where he would even be at because he doesn't seem like a guy who would drink at a bar. But he, but he did. Is that what I he feel did? like he did? That's exactly oh, what he did. He didn't get home till midnight and he slammed the door. I just, I mean, like that's what I would assume, but I feel like he's not a bar <laughs> guy because people talk too much. And bother him, so I feel no, like you, would, go, you don't have to somewhere sit else. at the bar. You go off into one of the booths and yeah, you okay. play some George Jones. You know, 
I, I do feel bad for Kevin for hit, for for um getting he got name checked in in the uh, in the damn argument for his for his attachment to his blankie. His blankie. His blankie. Well, stop being such a baby about it. But like, she had a point. One of my favorite parts of this argument. One of the arguments. I don't know. There's so many. But at one point, he told her. <laughs> Watch your tone. And she said, I'll yeah. speak to you with voice. Like, said, watch your voice. I speak to you with a voice I want to speak to you with. Like, I, was, I said, my nigga Norma. I was proud of her. I forgot about that. She, my yeah, girl, that was Norma, a good one. My girl Norma came through. I thought she was going to do her usual and kind of like just sulk quietly. Yep. But he was like, who are you talking to? I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be using uh, that tone with me. I'll use whatever tone I like while I'm out of here. Well, okay then. She stood her ground. Guess guess who had a, a actual roof over her head and the bed access to a bed, food that was purchased, <laughs> a shower. Nigga, you left. Now you in that car. But this family needs Pepsi though. They got Fresca. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. Did he even pick up the Pepsi? He was doing all that shit. You might as well have went ahead and picked up the Pepsi. I don't think he did because he, he. I feel like the stores were like closed by the time he left the bar. Probably. <laughs> he probably was mad about that while in the car. Of course, yeah. he gonna pick up. Of course, he pick a fight right after the store is closed. He probably didn't remember about the Pepsi until he got to the door, and that's why he slammed it so hard after he dogged her out for. <laughs> yeah. He probably forgot too. <laughs> and he gets to the door, unlocks it. It's like fuck the Pepsi. Slams the door as he walks. Or he, or he got his Pepsi at the bar. Get my guy. Yeah, he Pepsi. had a rum and coke. Oh, shit. Uh, Pepsi. Can we? No, nah, we might get them as a sponsor. But as an aside for just you two, Pepsi is disgusting. Oh my god, Luna. <laughs> Remember, you have to cut that out. <laughs> I'm gonna cut out that because that's just factually wrong. But okay. <laughs> I'm not going to spread, spread like I'm not gonna sugar spread water that's been ran through broken pipes. Ooh. Hey, man. We got hot, some do- hot, hot dogs hot. don't go through a pretty process either, but they taste good. <laughs> you don't like hot dogs? Your pain. My God, Luna. Nathan's. Like, I'll be, like kosher hot dogs, y'all eat those. This last scene was very touching. I like that nobody really actually spoke in the actual scene, but he still never said he was sorry or complimented her on, on the faces or anything that she made. Or That's give like, any explanation for his bad fucking attitude over the past few weeks. Let's, if, and if we rewind, no. if we rewind, I don't think he ever was because <laughs> he was probably going to mind his business had she not burned her finger on the iron or whatever. And then mm-hmm. she... I think he still wasn't going to do anything. He was like, oh, damn, she burned her finger. Oh, man. And then she started crying over the sink, which is probably one of the saddest things you can see is like a parent (laughs) crying over a sink in front of their kids. I'm not joking. I'm saying like it's really like hard to watch because like somebody breaking down. Like and you're like, oh, shit. So he felt like, oh, I got to be there for her. But I'm not going to apologize because I know what she's crying about. So I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to acknowledge it. I'm just going to be like, hey, you okay? 
All right, yeah. cool. You want to, you want to do that thing we always do where we sweep it under the rug? All right, cool. Jesus. Like I was watching, I was like, so they're just not gonna. <sighs> okay, well, no closure. That's what I'm saying. It was never explained. Like your theory about the love languages tracks, but the episode didn't work for it. They didn't. The, the episode didn't lead us to any real solution. It's. it's That's mm, why I had. To do I don't know why the writing is a little iffy. You know what I'm saying? In, 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 in last couple episodes. And well, I'm just a, to bring up the writing. This episode is written by our good friends. <clears throat> Carol Black, Neil Marlins, and Matthew Carlson. Well, you know, do better. Is that the guy from last time? Um, no. Okay. I don't think it is. Because, like, I'm okay with, like, them not, like, the idea of them bearing it. Like, yes, because, like, that's what happens. It's just how it was done. Oh. It was like, okay, we're acting like that's the happy ending. Like, they My got bad. over yes, it. Yes, it is the right thing like, last time. Yeah, I think I remember you saying, like, when we had a problem with him, you were like, he does the next one, and I think that's it. But, um, yeah, and it's like, okay, so they kind of, like, didn't acknowledge it. You just They just kind of, like, pretend like it didn't happen. I mean, that happens, and that's fine. I'm okay with stories like that, but, like, you got to tell it a certain way, but y'all are making it seem like, and they made up, and that's great, because sometimes things get rocky, and I'm like, no. <laughs> This looks like it's going to continue being rocky, and this is what leads to divorce in about three years, if not right. sooner. And then you had showing these flashbacks, like, see, and that's what was it's all this, about. Like, what the fuck? Was, <laughs> Your family you is breaking apart. Release, well, for this was what? You said the release date? It was February 1st, 1989? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that's not the Valentine's Day episode. No, no. I was thinking it may have been around the Super Bowl, but the Super Bowl was early that year, or earlier than it normally is now. Oh, because he was talking about football. Yeah, and it, was, it seems like the kind of episode that would like air oh, right yeah. after the Super Bowl. Like, hey guys, they'll try to loosely tie it in if it's not all about football. Yeah, and like be nice, be nice to your wife, guys. Like, yeah. like that kind of. Thing. Yeah, they're trying to like let's teach let's teach the men at home like how to be nice since they're all going to be around for the game as if they're really going to be paying attention. Hey, y'all, the game's not over. I, I mean, I know the game's over, over but like, but like one of you is on. Come on, <laughs> everybody gather around. Y'all learn about Kevin. Oh wait, this one's about the parents. <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> It still was a good episode to me because it was it was still fun in some ways, and I'm I'm all for the episodes about Norman and Jack. Like I enjoy getting to know them as people, um, as characters in the show. So that that was enjoyable. I know a little bit more about this pencil pusher, middle management man, and this clearly unsatisfied homemaker. Wow. I want another Karen episode. She is starting to remind me of like those sitcoms where they casted two or three kids, but yep. they find out that they've overcasted because they don't use one kid enough. Yep. They're like, we probably need to cut her at some point. Or if they're old, we'll just have her graduate yep. or move away. Because yep. like, no, I think we did too many. <laughs> yep. 
that's exactly what this show feels like. Like it's step like, by step, family matters, uh, the show that I'm not going to mention. <laughs> like they like all did that too. They have to have ever. another episode for her, right? Eventually, I mean, yeah, sure. Well, yeah. I mean, having, I mean, of course, have me having watched the whole series. I know we do. I'm just like, I'm just saying, I, I can't wait till we get to that. But we'll get there when we get there. Um, we have gotten to the end of this episode. Uh, <clears throat> do you guys have any um, ending thoughts other than what we just said? Uh, no black people in this episode. That's one of my Zero. ending thoughts. <laughs> Didn't count any. Not, not even, not even any under the stairs. No people under the stairs. Depicted in the uh, war footage that uh, his mom was watching. I'd have to go back, but I maybe think... in the football game, <laughs> some athletic Negroes. <laughs> maybe I don't think we can count though, because that's archival footage. You said you don't think that counts. They in the episode though, but they weren't cast. Right, they were they were actors. There was it was there was archival footage. Black actors weren't getting paid. Correct. Well, that's that. I think that that's the the, the differentiation. Unless they're doing a, a whole long thing of MLK and then. Alright, it's been real, y'all. It's been fun. Yeah. Until next time. Stay back. Unless you're not. Don't do that. <laughs> and don't forget to pay your taxes. Let's go to jail. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>